Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be dating a dominant alpha female. So I got one email I'm going to go through with you today, and this particular guy, he just makes he completely misreads the situation when he's on a date. He goes and writes what he did, what she did, what she said, what he said. And so I can read between the lines and, and see that he was doing some things wrong, not using humor appropriately, and he was getting butt hurt. And I, I chose this email because I've seen this a lot lately in my video newsletters. It's just like, like a common theme a lot of these guys are having that they're struggling with. And these are guys that are either – one of them that I had last week was married. A couple others are women that they're dating, girlfriends that they're living with. It's like I just had a slew of guys that all have the same problem and it's like they all kind of have a, a stick stuck up their butt and they're kind of upset and they get butt hurt and they're grumpy instead of being funny, playful, humorous. Because like I talk about in my book, 3% Man, love is playful and fun. It's humorous. And the problem is what I'm seeing a lot of at least you know, as of the time that, of this video and then obviously getting this email, it seemed like perfect timing. It's just guys letting women that they're either in a relationship with or on a date with get under their skin. They're taking things personally instead of assuming the best and having a humorous outlook on life. And so I got a quote that I wrote and then we'll go through his email because there are just some, some good couple little points in here where she's asking questions and a couple gestures that she does where she's literally inviting him to get closer to her and he gets upset at it. And he like ends up ruining the date over it and potentially his chances with her. And so the goal with going through these is to help you fine tune the fundamentals are in the book because this guy says he's read the book but he's not really applying things properly. And you know that's the whole purpose of these video newsletters is to help you fine tune your approach so you get it right and you don't ruin your dates like this girl or like this guy did. So the quote says, the hallmark of a man who is in control of himself and his emotions is humor, humility, and playfulness. A man who knows who he is, what he wants, and what he's capable of. He doesn't take himself or life too seriously. He always assumes the best and that people have good attentions and acts accordingly. He also sets healthy boundaries and holds people accountable if they violate them. He doesn't waste other people's time and doesn't allow others to waste his time. His life is a drama-free zone and he only allows people into his inner circle who facilitate his remaining in a peaceful and relaxed state. And so that's the piece of wisdom that kind of goes with this, with really where the guy's mindset should be at. And as I go through this, obviously it's going to become obvious to you, like aware of this guy's going wrong. And you know, if you're really familiar with my book, 3% Man, which you can read for free at understandingrelationships.com, then you're going to be familiar with these things. The goal is to get to the point where you can almost tell what I'm going to say before I say it. Because when you get to know it that well, then you can help other people. You can help your friends. You can help your family. You can help people in your little part of the world. 
So he says, hey, Coach Corey, I'm in a weird situation and I need some help. I met this woman who is a federal border agent. She's super alpha and dominant. Well, obviously, in being in law enforcement and that kind of work, you have to be because if you're displaying weakness, you're going to get your ass handed to you and potentially get killed in the line of duty. He says, I consider myself a dominant man, but she's so overwhelming that when I push back against her controlling behavior, she flips out. So just keep in mind, remember the statement, no one will ever do or say anything to you that isn't a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. So I'm going to read that again. I want you to keep that in mind as I go through the email. He says, I consider myself a dominant man, but she's so overwhelming that when I push back against her controlling behavior, she flips out. So maybe she flips out or maybe he flips out. Let's see. He says, I like her, but I'm not allowing her to steal my manhood away. So think about that. It's like well, that's what I love about what I do with with just asking people questions. They start telling you their perception about things. And this is his self-talk. This is the way he views himself. He views himself as women are a potential slight to his manhood. Where could he have possibly learned that from? Maybe he had a domineering mother. We don't know. Point being is that that kind of mindset just got revealed in those two sentences. He says, our first date went great. I followed all the rules, all the rules, of course. And she asked me to hang out the next three days in a row. Well, the other thing, this is not etched in stone. This is not meant to be the ironclad rule book. And if you break one rule, you're, you're fucked, basically. The idea is it's it's to give you a mindset, a general understanding, a general fundamental look at male and female interactions and behavior so you can apply the right method or the right mindset or the right vibe in the appropriate moment and get the desired result. If you're looking at it from if A happens, then I do B. If C happens, I do D. You're just going to make mistakes. You're going to come off like a robot. So, but you know, he makes a couple little mistakes here, and obviously, one he acknowledges. He says, "I made a mistake by changing my plans. I had a date with another woman lined up the next evening, and instead, to schedule my second date with Agent Superbitch." I didn't let her know I had a date. See, you really liked this girl and you thought, I'm going to make her a priority in my life. You're already kind of pedestalizing her. You had one date. Yeah, it went well, but again, especially in the beginning, you want to treat all women the same because you don't want to get overly emotionally invested in one girl before you really get to know who she is. Because you do that in the beginning and then you're three, four months down the road and you're all goo goo gaga in love and then you find out Maybe it turns out this, this she's a toxic woman and not good dating material. You don't know that. You had one date and then your second one went sideways. So you, you just don't know her well enough. I wouldn't be canceling plans with other people because you'd like to spend more time with her. It's just best to say, no, I can't tomorrow night, but you know, I can do it Wednesday or I can do it Thursday. Does that work for you? He said, instead, I had dinner plans and I'll call you back to see if I can change my plans around to see you. 
I wouldn't have done that. So now you're saying I'm making you a priority in my life even though we only had one date. Now for interest is eight out of ten, seven or eight out of ten, you can probably get away with that. But if her interest is low and you're already spending a lot of time with her and you're telling her you're rearranging your plans, you're canceling plans with other people to spend with her, you're communicating that she's the number one priority in your personal life. And so you're giving her some validation that she really hasn't earned yet. He says, on our second date, we sat in a booth for dinner. Because also, if you start, if she knows you'll cancel plans with other people, in the future, you get a little further down the line and she gets used to you canceling plans to be with her. And then you don't cancel plans and she's going to get upset and go, oh, you canceled plans with your mom in the past to go out with me. Why wouldn't you cancel plans with your mom to go out with me now? or whatever happens to be. So you got to think about how things are going to be perceived, especially in the beginning. Because if I make – I would never do that. I don't care who it is. If I make plans with somebody, I got plans with them. My closest friends, it's like we don't dick each other around. We, it's like they're always reliable. They'll always show up on time. I will always show up in time. If we make plans two weeks out, it's on my schedule. I know it's on their schedule and we'll just show up where we're supposed to be because it's just a level of mutual respect there. My Nobody in my inner circle would ever dick me around that way and vice versa. I just simply don't behave that way with other people. I don't prioritize people based on how much I like them or how important they are when it comes to scheduling. If I'm going to put you on my schedule, that means you're worthy of being on my schedule and I'm not going to dick you around or switch somebody around. It's just – it's rude and then you got to you know, you got to create openings and it's like – if you're on a schedule, you're on a schedule. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't be a flaky asshole. Because if you do it to other people, it's going to get done to you. So this is where things start to go wrong. He says, on our second date, we sat in a booth for dinner and she tapped a seat and told me to slide closer to her. So what does that tell you? I want you closer to me because I want to touch you. That's what she's saying. So she's saying I want to be more intimate. What you're doing is making me more attracted and therefore I want to be closer to you. And it's her invitation. So his response, he says, I tapped his seat back and said, you can slide over to me. So if you say with an angry look in your face, you're going to probably get this response. She got upset and asked me what my problem was. It's just such a beautiful moment about to happen and then boo, it's like he throws a fucking grenade in. Come on, man. Do you guys have your Teespring mugs yet? The come on, man. I got these on the teespring.com. If you just go um, Teespring, if you just go there and search Coach Corey Wayne, you can find all my mugs and different shirts that I have. little side note advertising there. I'm sure somebody will bitch about it. So the now how I would have handled – so listen to what he says. He says – I can't believe he says this. I said I didn't appreciate her tapping the seat like I was her child and I found her gesture to be demasculating. It should be emasculating. He says it almost ruined our date but we were able to recover and end up making out in the parking lot after. 
So what I would have done, I mean, granted, he still gets to kiss her afterwards, but it's like he's creating drama. It just doesn't need, because the idea is you want her to feel happy. You want her to have fun. You want her to be laughing. If she's having fun and feeling good and laughing, guess what? That's what she's going to associate with being with you. When you do things like this and you get butt hurt, in the beginning it can come off as kind of being dominant and somewhat attractive, but really you're revealing insecurity and like I'm in control here. I run shit. I'm the man. I have the penis and you need to do what I say. That's not the kind of mindset that you want. Now, if I was sitting in the booth and she tapped a seat, I might reach over. Depending on how far away she is, I might reach my hand over, let her take my hand, and then I might take my other hand and put on her inside of her thigh that's closest to me and slide her over. Or put my arm around on her hip and slide her, slide her over. Or if she's kind of close, I might just reach – and she's small because I tend to date women that are sh- shorter than me. I'll reach over with my my hand on her inner thigh and slide her over. I was like, hey, cutie. Glad we're getting a little closer. By the way, your lips look a little dry. Let me me work on that. I got some salve for that. I got some ointment. I would be doing something like that. I wouldn't be getting butt hurt, but he's able to recover. It's just kind of silly. He says, this chick has anger problems and I kept taunting her because I thought it was hot. Maybe I have problems too, lol. Well, you said it, bro. Remember, no one will ever do or say anything to you that isn't a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. Now, it's possible that if she's got some daddy issues, she might get butthurt and upset because she feels rejected. And women that didn't get enough hugs and didn't get, didn't get enough strokes from their dad, that's oftentimes what you will see is they get upset instead of just talking things through. If the girl got enough strokes and enough hugs from her dad and her dad made her feel like a little princess and amazing and she could do anything, she's not going to get butthurt. She's going to laugh it off and think it's kind of funny. But again, this is only a second date so we don't really know. He says, anyway, she kept asking personal questions. I didn't feel like answering, so I shushed her. She got irate, and then she took my hoodie I let her wear and walked away. I, again, I, I wouldn't be doing that. I, if she wants to know things about you, personal questions, why would she ask that? Because she cares. She wants to know you. That means she likes you. That means she's attracted to you. She's trying to get to know you. Now, you can be playful and have fun and make her work for it a little bit. But just to go, shh, don't talk about that. I'm not talking about it. Whatever it was he was saying to her, it's like, come on, man. You got to loosen up, dude. You got to take stick out of your ass. Be a little more humorous, a little more playful. Don't take yourself so fucking seriously. She asks you a question. It's like, why do you want to know that? What's well, a secret. What's the password? I mean, have some fun with it and let her work for it instead of just, shh, shh, woman, know your place. Know your place, woman. You can't ask me that. So obviously she's kind of pouting and walking away, but they had been making out, but it's just like, dude, you're creating unnecessary drama just because you're fucking grumpy and butthurt over nothing. But like I said, she could be a total lunatic. It's possible. 
It just you didn't really elaborate. You just said she, you're talking about how irritated she gets, but it really seems like you're the one who's more irritated with things. So she got irate, took my hoodie, I let her wear it and walked away. She then turns around and says, "Thanks for the hoodie." I replied, "Enjoy the souvenir." That's a good comeback actually. I haven't heard from her in 2 days now. I know I'm not supposed to contact her and won't. It's like that's not what the book says. It doesn't mean you just start ignoring women. The idea, like the book says, is the one date per week until the woman starts calling and texting you after the dates. And you know, usually that happens by the second or third week in most cases where hey, I had a good time the other night. Hey, I was thinking about you. Hey, I saw a movie last night and the lead character had a shirt on that reminded me of you. That's typically what you'll get, some kind of response like that. Hey, good to hear from you. Oh, it's oh, it's cool. Well, we should get together. And then you just make your next date. And when that starts to happen, you can just slowly let go in essence of the pursuing because if you were setting one day per week and now the girl's texting you once or twice a week with you not having to do anything and she's not waiting to hear from you, you can just use those as opportunities to set the next date and then what that lets you know is when she misses you enough and really wants to see you again because her attraction has grown or grown. And as that happens, as the weeks go by, she calls you more, she texts you more, she wants to see you more, she stays over your house more, she invites you to stay at her house more. It's just like a nice natural progression that as you slowly back off and let her run with it, you should be fine. And like in this particular case, Say you don't hear from her for till next week. Again, you just go back to the once a week rule. I would text her or call her. Hey, want to see what you're doing? I mean, she took your your jacket. So obviously, on some level, women do things like that, or they leave property at your house. is kind of like a way to mark their territory or have something of yours that they have to have a reason to call you. Oh, I got your sweater still, or I got your hoodie in this case. By the way, I need to get that back to you. It's got a reason for the two of you to contact each other. So if she was done with you, she would have taken the hoodie off and fucking thrown it in your face. I had a uh, an instance where <laughs> my, 20 years ago, I was on a date with a girl. I got butthurt over something because she didn't want to st- spend the night and she was wearing a sweater that I had lent her. And we were like, I just got upset with her in front of my house in my driveway and I remember taking it off and she gave me it back and then she left and you know we talked the next day I was thinking that was fucking totally stupid. I was still learning and still trying to get it at the time but it just reminds me of that when I, I read this. So he says, I haven't heard from her two days now and I know I'm not supposed to contact her and won't but I'm really confused and I don't understand her behavior. Well, again, you got to take the stick out of your ass. Be more humble. Be more playful. Don't be such a dick. If she asks you a question, it's because she genuinely wants to know. So tell her, but you can be playful and you can have a little playful resistance as you give her the answers to make a game out of her getting to know you because love is playful and fun. Have fun with it. You're being too fucking serious, dude. He says, I'm not sure if I still have a chance and I'm trying not to care, but she's pretty fucking attractive and it's tough. I guess I... I just walk away now and hopefully she reaches out. It's like, no, dude. That's, you know, you're, you're seeing something like, oh, no contact. No, I go, no contact. No, you're not. You're dating this girl. 
you kind of fucked up a little bit, obviously, which I pointed out. And you haven't heard from her in a couple of days because she's probably thinking, that guy's kind of a jerk. I don't know if I want to see him again or whatever. But wait a week. If, if you haven't heard from her in a week, then I would call her or text her and try to ask her out one more time. See how it goes. He's like, I guess her taking my hoodie was her way of translating that she wants me to chase her and apologize. No, she's just taking it because it's yours and she likes you. He says, well, fuck that. I'm not apologizing for being a man and standing my ground. It's like, come on, man. You need to relax, bro. Take a chill pill. Drink some decaf coffee. Maybe some decaffeinated tea. Have a, Pour yourself a glass of wine. Sit in nature for a while. Just kind of chill out. But like I said, I, you just take the stick out of your ass. Be a little more humorous. Don't take yourself so fucking seriously smile a little bit more if you just focus on the things that we talked about that'll really make things a lot easier for you and as far as her being a nut it's like you don't know dude you've been on two dates maybe she is or maybe like you said maybe you're the nut and maybe you're both nuts and you guys deserve each other but if you clean that up in your game with her you should be fine and so if you're in a situation and you'd like to get my help you can go to my website understandingrelationships.com Click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly. And until next time, I will talk to you soon. <laughs>